Becky, how you like them apples? Because I think your apples suck. Neat. Hello and welcome to Isn't It Neat, a podcast where we talk about things we think are neat. My name is Erin and I'm joined by my sisters Helen. Hello. And Caitlin. Hi. Uh, so today we are diving into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. So we're going to do a little bit of a series, a a few episodes in this world. Um, Is there a song, Helen? Were you singing just then? No, it's just... Trumpet noises. I thought there was a theme song. I know. There probably is, but the only theme song I know is for the Critical Role channel. (laughs) Yeah, we can't use that. That's it. Yeah, that's not really... That's this. Uh, so we're beginning today. We're going to talk about the 2023 film Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves, which is a title mm. that I had to actually look up because I've just been like googling D and D movie, and it comes up. Yep, because <laughs> it's the most <laughs> recent one. D&D but apparently, there's more. Yeah, yeah, the most recent one. So that yeah, there's there are a whole bunch because um, it's a rich world. Of course, it's going to mm. be adapted into other things, and yeah. there's so many campaigns that people do that can be adapted just like the critical role people who have yeah. um, made their Vox Machina cartoon series that's on Amazon Prime, which is awesome, highly yeah. recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, so this film is based on the tabletop role-playing game Dungeons & Dragons set in the Forgotten Realms campaign setting, which means nothing to me. When they I've said names like... D&D game. When they said names like Baldur's Gate and this place, I was like, oh, Baldur's Gate's a game. game. I recognise that. I knew that. Yeah, it's a it's game. Like, yeah, Baldur's Gate's a game. Yeah, yeah. Is it a D related yeah. game or is it a um like separate thing? Oh, it's, oh, a, it's D&D a D&D game. game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the name I knew. But I also, as they were saying place names and looking at the map, I was like, my campaign is near here. I've seen bits of this map. I, oh, my characters are going to go to Neverwinter at some point. <laughs> Very exciting. Ooh. Yeah, so Helen's going to be a little bit of our guide through this world, being the D&D player. Um, mm-hmm. And you've got, like, multiple – you've got one big campaign. Or you've got a few games going on, don't you, Helen? Um, I've got the one game going on, and I've been in a couple of one-shots, and the other one is kind of falling apart. Aww. It was a homebrew campaign anyway, that one. So <laughs> I feel like it was probably kind of – Does that mean it's, like, completely made up? Yeah, I feel like he probably hasn't actually filled in all the whole plot holes yet and was kind of hoping to use our character mm. stories to do that but was relying too heavily on us because it all kind of feels, yeah, yeah, like, he, yeah, like we don't know what we're doing or why we're doing it. <laughs> I love that this is like a really creative space that Aaron and I are just sort of like, yay! And Helen's like, I've got the deets, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Instead of yes. the other way around. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so Dungeons and Dragons, it's a fantasy tabletop role-playing game, otherwise like shortened to RPG, originally designed by Gary Gygax and Dave Arneson, and it was first published in 1974 by Tactical Studies Rules, Inc., um, and it was der- derived from miniature war games. So it was, mm-hmm. it was kind of the first of its kind, and then now there's this whole role-playing game, tabletop role-playing game genre and various different companies that have different setups and stuff yeah Mm -hmm. all the things all different types of rpgs yeah my understanding is that 
so Dungeons and Dragons, there is kind of like a world and it has various creatures in it and various rules and that each time you play a Dungeons and Dragons game, you like basically have your own adventure that's kind of set in this world. Is that about right, Helen? Uh, yeah, there's rules about how magic works and classes and how you do things. Yeah. But it's basically you go, it's kind of like starting an RPG video game, but it's a little bit more open than that. You've got like a, a overarching quest generally that all your characters join up, but your decisions tend to like drive which where the story goes. So you could be starting a quest as generic, mm-hmm. generic adventurers, but then end up becoming pirates halfway through. The, just because you ended up, you got a you got ah. a boat, <laughs> you got a boat, and you went. So cool. Let's go sailing, and then you, the dungeon master has to like be like, okay, now I have to do sea adventures because we're on a boat now, I guess, and that's where oh. it goes. <laughs> so it is, and I have heard this that um, actors, especially kind of an improvisational actors, yes. kind of cut their teeth on tabletop role-playing games because you have this character and you kind of make decisions based on the character in the moment, but it is kind of a collective. So the Dungeon Master might design certain adventures, but all of that just gets thrown away if the players don't play along, Um, which I think we have an example of in this film. Um, Kind of. It's more like things went wrong and they went, okay. It's when... The dude who's really serious, the bridge thing, oh, and he's yeah. like, "You must take um, four steps forward through the center, and then one laterally." And then he's like explaining these really, really complicated rules <laughs> for this like thing to only get only odd numbers thing. until we get and into then, the middle. <laughs> what's his name? Numbers. Step. <laughs> yes, and then this, yeah, and then the guy steps on it, and the whole bridge disappears, and they're like, "Oh well." Yeah, that's <laughs> like basically that it. A lot of it to is me from like memes and things I've yeah. seen online. Is that the DMs like sets up all these elaborate things, and then the players come in and just like wreck it, and they're like, "Oh, yeah." It's like there is. Um, I did like a see critical a clip. fail. Yeah, I did see a clip recently where the DM had planned a naval battle, but the guy was like, "I'm going to transform into a water dinosaur and sneak underneath them." And he, th- he succeeded, so he's like, okay, I guess we're not having a naval battle then because he just turned into a freaking dinosaur and went underneath and snuck away. Gruff, fine. Try a week of planning. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, like, that, that, that thing, the example of the bridge, Aaron, it could have been, like, he's explaining the rules of, like, how to do it and, like, they do their first roll and, and the main guy, like, critically failed it mm-hmm. and he's like, well, I, um, yeah, the bridge <laughs> exploded. because <laughs> yeah, there, there are consequences and then they had a new puzzle for things to solve. that happen. So if you do fail something miserably, yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, I can't, that blew up because you can't not do it. And, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, so it it does seem like it's my kind of thing and I have this horrible suspicion that we're going to dive into this D&D thing and it's going to be like Pokemon Go all over again and in a year's time I'm going to be like spending all my time playing Pokemon Go and also I'm going to have a bunch of different D&D campaigns that I need to get to and I'm going to be like, I don't have any time, I need to do all these things. <laughs> oh, I fully foresee you getting really tragic about not having enough D&D friends to play with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I'll go win, or like go to Supernova together, and I'm gonna spend but... all my money on dice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or Helen, Helen joins a group, and you're like, "Can I come too?" And Helen's like, "Okay." And then you'd like 
take over. No, it's <laughs> like, like, I'll be like, yes, come with me. Yeah, and then we... it's my group. Yeah, it's yeah. your group and Helen's just there. Yeah, Helen's like, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, I'll probably like, no, like, I'll get, be like I'll happy get, because she doesn't have to get bored of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be Aaron's D&D group that Helen actually like started. Yeah. Yep. Oh, my goodness. But this film was a lot of fun. Did you yeah. guys have fun watching it? Yeah. Yeah. It's the, the right kind of vibe. I got the feeling when as I was watching it, um, especially at the beginning, I got lost quite quickly and then decided I didn't need to know certain things. Like I got lost with like the cast of characters and who was who and what's going on. And then there was stuck in the time bubble and I was like, eh, you don't really understand who's been stuck. And then, and then like it became apparent. And then later it was like I just had this feeling like I was missing a lot having not played D&D and not being that familiar with the world. Um, but it was still really enjoyable and really fun and I did like it. I think this is an example of like when there's too much going on, you get overwhelmed really quickly. Whereas I, I quite enjoy like the give me way too much information in one go, and I just like ride mm-hmm. along with the story until like I get to the point where I can connect all the dots. Because um, I was like, okay, yeah. we've got a mage character, we've got a charismatic character who's clearly the leader of the group we've got the surliest of all surly ladies so clearly she's going to be like a punchy guy and they're on a quest and there's Hugh Grant there so clearly he's a bad guy somehow and like it's just like that's just like (laughs) the first two seconds of the the movie I don't know um I enjoyed it very much but I it is one of those ones where you have to like either know the world and understand what's going on or take in information like I do where I just go okay this is what we're doing now and then I'll piece it together later (laughs) yeah I felt like it did come together later and I did kind of understand by the end um but I I was very aware that there was like a subtext going on and probably lots of nods to D&D players that like maybe coming back and watching this film will be really fun being like oh look at all this stuff I missed all these funny jokes yeah Mm. I wrote down a few of the it was funny excellent (laughs) jokes the really silly like we got this we abandoned her for the right reason (laughs) (laughs) we did need a deer the thing where she wouldn't let go of the deer Uh, and there was like like a bit character going he's nicking out bits and bobs (laughs) 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 just just like ridiculous lines delivered by people who understand comedy Yeah. yeah, it was, and I suppose also it was basically a heist film, and yeah. I love a good heist film. Yeah. And like, as soon as you, like something is described as a heist film, I'm like, I am ready to laugh out loud at random shit. I'm ready for things to just be totally ridiculous, and I'm ready to suspend disbelief. Yes. And I got all of those things. Yeah, yes. like the cart bit where they were like putting the painting and was like, that's yes, heist stuff. It's really cool too. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And then it all just failed. I love how much was like 
failing and I'm like you can see that with the whole rolling of the dice not everything Mm. works whereas in like a traditional film that you kind of write you like set things up and then maybe there's a plan b but usually the like clever plan that's happening underneath the real plan yeah or it's a deliberate twist to shock you it was like oh we did all that work and they faced it the wrong way it's on the floor god damn it okay back to plan a back to plan b back to plan d (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah, it's plan C now because plan, plan A has a stink on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was very good. I did I did um enjoy it. It felt really long though, and mm. I don't know if I've just it's been a while since I've sat down and watched an entire film. Yeah. And trouble. I've just lost my stamina. But it was like two hours and fifteen minutes yep. or something. Yep. And didn't there wasn't any point where it felt like it was dragging or anything like everything was quite snappy and quite clever but it was sitting for very I was sitting for a very long time yeah so the pacing because of the way D&D game works I think the pacing doesn't make sense from like a traditional movie standpoint so you're not doing like the anticipation drop anticipation drop it was it was just Hey, he's a he's like a little quest, quest, minuet, quest, quest, quest. and he's a little another minuet, and he's another little minuet. And by the way, side quest, <laughs> yeah, side quest. Oh, yeah, that yeah. whole bit where they had um, to dig up all those um, guys. That side yeah. quest. He was yeah. okay. We found the first one, and we're gonna find the second as one. And soon, listening to that as guy. As soon as the guy was like, "I've got this magic thing. I can like bring them back, but you can only ask five questions. I don't know. It's magic, by the way. Magic doesn't You're gonna solve waste everything. But can you fit, can you like do it with magic? Yeah." But, like, you're going to waste your questions and you're going to ask the wrong question. Like, the first guy, you're going to ask all the wrong questions. It'll be like, are you, are you, like, can you answer this question? And then he'll be like, yes. And they're like, damn it. <laughs> okay, um, okay. Which is basically what they yeah. did. And I the second guy will be the wrong guy. Yeah. And the third guy will be the guy's twin or something, which they did, which is great. Yeah. And then, like, they'll get to the guy, but the guy will be like, I don't know, I was looking the wrong way. <laughs> Yeah, it was it's predictable. Like you kind of know exactly how it's gonna pan out and then it pans out that way and it's really satisfying. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the the rule of three with jokes is this the setup, the um what's I can't remember what the second bit's called, but it's basically like it's, it doesn't work and then the payoff. You gotta mention it three times yeah. and then it pays off. Yeah. Anticipation. Like three setups. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. And like the whole like every single time they're like trying to do a, a plan and they're like, can't you just magic at it? And he's like, yeah. magic doesn't fix everything. And they're like, yeah, but could you just magic at it? And he's like, yeah, actually, I could. Yeah, it's like magic has like, <laughs> I know this, I know the, the right, that talk to the dead spell is an actual spell and you can actually only ask five questions, but there's like a whole bunch yeah. of rules to it. And I think they've cheated a lot of things in that movie. Like, the wild shaping thing, how she shift shapes. You can only actually do that a certain number of times a day. And she's did it like four times in a row or five, six times in a oh, row. Okay. But like, yeah. Yeah, but then yeah. you wouldn't get the amazing kind yeah, of Yeah, but, but it moment. was for the movie. So that's the point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. Yeah. The, um, the, the film, the cinematography of this was really interesting. There was a lot of panning, seeing mm. things from perspectives coming around, and it made it really kind of snappy and yeah. action-packed yeah. without that much action happening. Mm. Um, I liked the visual. I liked that. I whole, liked the, the owl bear. He had a little fluffy little bear. Oh, yeah, owl, owl tail. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> I love the whole sequence with the pudgy dragon. Oh, the fat dragon. Fat dragon. <laughs> yeah. And how he crawls out yeah. of the hole and how he's like fledging around and he rolls down the thing to get after them. Yeah. And the whole thing is tilted. He's like, it's, it was yeah. it was Temple of Doom. It was the the boulder coming after Indiana Jones, yeah. but it was a fat dragon. <laughs> Yeah, and he's just—he's just like like a like a seal on land, basically dragging himself around, and getting the yeah. But like yeah. like that's what that's how he would move. Like Waddling. if, it, if, if yeah. a dragon was real and he was that freaking fat, yes, he would waddle. <laughs> like he's perfect, and like the fact that for some reason they had bridges suspended on chains. Attached to a ceiling yeah. somewhere. Yeah, like, like, that, I didn't even think yeah. about that till afterwards. I was like, hang on a second, the physics of this place. Like, yeah, I was looking at it and I was what? like, wait, oh, they're on like a thing matter. that's hanging from the ceiling. Oh, well, that was a really fun thing to be running around on. Yeah, it was a super fun thing for them to be running around on. And you know that like the NPC character being like the amazing hot Bad guy who turned good guy, paladin fellow. I can't remember his name. Oh my um, gosh, yes, I? he was amazing. Yeah, I love yeah. Him. and he walks yeah, in a straight he... line. Is he gonna go around the boulder? Yeah, and he goes around. <laughs> 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 yeah. He did so well. He was like shoulders straight, straight over the top of the rock, and just drops off the other end. It's oh, yeah. beautiful, just amazing. <laughs> And um, it's just 100% literal and there's no humour. And like, yeah, yeah, there's an expression. Would that be an NPC in the game, Helen? Probably. This is your no, escort would, NPC. It could be a guest yeah, that character would be that came the, in too. A guest like character. Or the dungeon, the dungeon master is like, this is, you're following this guy. This is yeah. your follow quest. He's thing. like the level 20 character and you're level mm. 15 because character. Because he was giving exposition as well. Yeah. He was like explaining okay. things, giving exposition, <laughs> yeah. and then being like, I'm so dang heroic that you would hate me in real life yeah. sort of guy <laughs> like pull the cat ah. out of a fish yeah the baby cat oh, yeah it's like, a tabaxi <laughs> i play a tabaxi in one thing and he's like who's doing yeah. this thing and it's like oh there's a cat in there <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. oh it's a baby oh there's this whole thing it's like oh, okay yeah i loved it yeah um, so let's take a short break and then when we come back we're going to talk about the stat blocks of the characters and probably go a little bit more into what they do. We'll be back soon. And we are back. So I found the stat blocks of the characters. Oh. They don't mean much to me. You'll have to. I will to Helen and she want a slingshot grief. I don't know what oh, that yeah. is for stats, but I want one. Yeah. I feel like that. And a slingshot what? What was it? Oh, she had That's the druid. She had the her slingshot arm? on her grieve, on her armband grievey thing. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at it right now. I think it's a grieve, right? A grieve's like, for the legs, I think. Pew. Um, I don't know what the arm um, ones are called. Yeah, it's more like braces. Um, arm greaves. Braces, yeah. Brace. Maybe it's a bracer. Yeah, that actually makes more sense. Because yeah, I was like, greaves um, are pants or something. <laughs> I want greaves with slingshots and <laughs> armbands with slingshots. I just want slingshots everywhere. Um, grieve. Arm um, grieve. No, I'm just getting grief. <laughs> yep. The results for grief. Yeah, grief is with an A. Grieve a double E. E A. Grieve is it's E A or it's I. Oh yeah. I'm um, grieve. 
Protects the leg. Yeah. Let's lower leg greaves. But what are they called when they're on the... Van brace. Yes. Van brace. Van brace. Yes, one That's of those. That's what you want. Anyway. We got there in there. With a, with a slingshot. Right, so the first stat block that we've got is Doric. Doric, which is the tiefling, which is what your character is, isn't it, Helen? You're a tiefling. Yeah, I've got a character that's a tiefling. She's a tiefling bard, though, so different. Where do tieflings come from? Because she said yeah. she was born to two humans and she doesn't so like what them. Happens I don't is understand. If a human gives birth to a tiefling, it's because they've made a deal with the devil or gotten involved with evil magic somehow. And this is the result devil is baby. they have a demon child. Oh. So a lot of human people people abandon their tiefling children, that's why. That's my character's backstory. She had human Mm -hmm. parents who got involved in that devil deal to maintain their wealth and status in society, so they had a demon baby. And that was her, like, whole thing was she hated her family. Okay, D&D society doesn't make any sense because, like, the bad guy is the parent, right? And then they get rid of their baby, so they're, like, evil. Right, but like but the baby is neutral. It's not evil. It's just neutral. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So like, wouldn't wouldn't like there be a, a orphanage for abandoned tiefling babies and like DNA being invented so that they could like trace who the evil it's evil parents are so they get rid of them. Well, that's not necessarily. Okay, evil. this is what it's I want. Generic guys, bad people. <laughs> not necessarily. Evil. I would like to do a detective procedural <laughs> where we start in. <laughs> A tiefling orphanage. <laughs> we hunt down the evil parents. <laughs> yeah, you're, that can be your character's backstory. A tiefling who was abandoned so decided to open a tiefling orphanage. But it's not necessarily that the parents are always evil people. They could just be, you know, like con artists, generic people that just do bad things, get involved with something that doesn't have Helen, I'm coming at this from the, like, level of, like, a lawful good paladin. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> anything that's less than lawful is evil. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Doric, um, she's a tiefling. Her she is a medium humanoid druid, neutral good. Yeah. Me- I think I kind of understand what that so is. So medium characters generally are just that's your size. You take up this much space on a board. That's the and that's most of your characters gonna be medium. Yeah. And it's only when you get a large or a small, and small would be like a halfling or something, or or like a goblin. Okay, so she looked quite small in comparison to um, yeah, they said Olga and yeah, Chris Pine. Yeah, they're they're all like Chris, if, Chris every character is bar type. <laughs> they're all basically and Olga like, is generic. a dwarf type lady. No, dwarf is dwarf. I no, think she's, she's a, not a dwarf. She's, she's a like, barbarian. Barbarian. Yeah. 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 Um, we'll get to her though. So Doric, her armor class is fourteen, which is leather armor. Yep. Hit points one hundred and four. Ooh, that's so many. Eight plus thirty-two. She's probably. I don't know uh, what that is. And her speed is thirty feet. Thirty. Yep. Feet. yep. Feet. She has thirty feet of movement on her turn. So, uh, do you have? Oh, the, so I she can run can really sh- far. Oh, okay. All characters have thirty feet, unless okay. you have le- some character attribute that gives you less or more. But generally, thirty feet is about the average. So uh-huh. you start at thirty feet, and then if you've got like heavy armor, you can only go like. 20. Yeah, I think there's like uh-huh. a cl- there's a race that I can't remember which one it is. I think it's dwarf only moves twenty five feet. Because it got little legs, probably. But uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. Do you yeah, do you have cool. the stats to show me so I can see? <laughs> yeah, share, Erin. Share your knowledge. Oh. Okay, I'll share copy. 
pasta. It's in, it's in D&D Beyond. That's how I ended up there. Um, so there's a whole list of things. The first one is str, S-T-R, which is 12 and in brackets plus one. I don't know what that is. Strength. Okay, that's your strength score. Um, strength. Ah, strength. Yeah, so her is 12. What's the plus one in brackets? Is so, it plus um, one encountering something? The, yeah, your scores are um, yeah, your six scores that determine all your roles, basically. And um, it's I can't actually remember mm-hmm. the exact explanation. But um, if you have 10 for everything, that's plus, it, plus zero bonus to anything. And every two steps above is a plus one bonus to whatever roll you make, or a plus three. Plus three is four, two oh, more okay. above. So if you had a score so of sixteen, so if you got sixteen in strength, so is that to do that's with a your plus level three to whatever you roll. Um, it does. This is they don't upgrade with your level until you hit like these are your scores for, for pretty much forever, unless you ha- get bonus stuff that allows you to like upgrade that. But generally, this is what determines what oh. your character can and can't do. Okay. Um. So your strength score. So she is, she's 12 plus one is basically she gets a plus one bonus to anything that's revolving strength. And her dexterity is 16. So she's very like speedy and dexterous and can do all the acrobatic shit. And then yeah. you plus, the plus three is also determines your AC, which is your armor class. So when they when something grows to hit you, it'll roll a dice. And if they roll, if it rolls, say a 13, it won't hit her. But if it rolls a 14 or high, it will hit her. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So her armor class is fourteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's con? That's constitu- constitution. That's it determines health stuff. Ah, that's it's like health. Generally, you won't. You, oh. Yeah. It won't. Generally, you don't get a lot of rolls unless it's like a constitution saving throw, which is like spells and things will hit you. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But that's Does your health. Poison do constitution or strength? I think it's constitution. Yeah. Oh. But generally, that'll like be a um. Uh, yeah. Is the like medium default number of these things? Is that ten? Um, and so if you're above ten, you're like a little bit more, and if you're below, you're then you're like weaker. Or yeah. is there no medium? There is a standard kind of set number? of numbers that I cannot remember the exact, but I think it goes fifteen, um, thirteen, twelve, ten, and eight. No, wait, how many numbers were there? But it's, it's something like that. that you, eight is the lowest, 15 is the highest, and you can put that in your stats, and that's your standard, or you can roll your stats. So you roll numbers and you put them in. Okay. Every time you reach level 4, 8, 12, and 16, I believe, you get a you can choose a feat, which will give you um, bonuses for whatever that feat means. Like you can choose the luck feat, which gives you three luck points series, or you can get a plus two to your uh-huh. stats. And that's a thing that that's how you upgrade your stats and things. Boy, this is heckin' complicated. Yeah, <laughs> it's maths. It's not. There's so much yeah. math in this so game. You int? won't believe it. Intelligence. 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 Um, this maths. And yeah, if you're a wizard, you want a high intelligence score. So she's very smart. What if I'm a dumb wizard? <gasps> okay. You probably won't be able to do a lot. Oh, <laughs> what's wiz? Is that wisdom? Wisdom. Yeah. So she's very wise and she's quite smart. This this door. Is wisdom? Yeah. Wisdom, like generally, that's magic stuff. Intelligence and wisdom will be magic stuff, and okay. charisma is the last one. So she's only she's average at it. Hi, <laughs> she's not. Charisma. She doesn't have any. Um, she's got ten, so she's got nothing bad to no minuses, but she's not going to get any bonuses either. And yeah, so her. She's. I'm a, betting that Chris Pine has got big charisma. Yeah, because he's a bard. 
<laughs> That's the charisma. I know that druids, oh, their spell casting is through their wisdom, so that's why you need the high wisdom roll. Charisma, you put your highest stat in whatever your spell okay. casting modifier is, and that's through that's wisdom. And okay. for bards, it's charisma. That's why they put their highest in charisma. Okay, so this is so she's got a list of skills, yes. which is insight, nature, perception, and survival. So that is that. Um, so you've got a skill list where she has a. So you got a skill list where things happen. Say, perception, for instance, is if can I see anything around, and the dungeon master will say, make a perception roll, and you roll say a ten, but she's got a plus seven, so she'll add seven to her ten, and that's seventeen, and they'll tell you what you've seen. And it'll depend a lot on the where you are and what is the the difficulty of that thing. Where if you pass it, but yeah, that's the perception and the various skills okay, you have cool. will help you do things like um, sleight of hand is a skill, stealth is a skill, animal handling, <laughs> just various things you can okay. do. And she's a tiefling, so cool. that's why she has a resistance to fire. That's a natural resistance that tieflings have. Okay. And she'll also have dark vision that lets her see in and the she's dark. Got dark vision. Yes. And um, oh, so that's a tiefling thing as well, yes. is it? Yes. That's a race thing. Um, cool. Yeah, she, she's got her languages that she can learn. Everyone will learn. You generally will have at least two or three languages you can do. It's common, whatever language associated with your that's race cool. and Everyone's another one. Yeah. Yep. And my, most of them, I have no idea what they are, so I always just pick the funny sounding names. Well, like generic things like, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's something like there is abyssal and deep speech. And I'm like, I don't know if those are useful. <laughs> deep speech is, is for the the deep elves in the in the dark. Yeah. Dark. So like it depends yep. on where you are. Like I think my characters generally speak common and like um, uh, elvish and dwarfish because I was like, I'm pretty sure we'll meet dwarves and elves at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I don't know. <laughs> You're like very pragmatic. <laughs> that seems like the genericest awesome. ones to go for. Go for the ones that'll be around. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah it doesn't tell us what level they Alrighty, are. Alrighty, let's move on to let's move on to Edgin, which is Chris Pine. Yep. Who I couldn't remember his name. Yeah. So he is a medium humanoid bard. Yes. Um, and he's chaotic good. Of course he is. It's my character. Um, he's also armor class 14. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's why he could get beat up like he did. Yep. <laughs> a lot. You see, <laughs> like, you see here his charisma so, is yeah, his highest. His charisma is 18. Mm, yep, that's because he's the bard. His spell yeah. casting goes through his charisma. And, yeah, he's, he's, actually, yeah, he's okay, actually got cool. really good stats, the strength and dex. And with, everything's really good in his. He's got, dang. 18 highest, lowest is 14. Yeah. Dang. So, yeah, he's actually a very good, really, really good character. But, yeah, he's got his, his skills, deception, performance, persuasion, sleight of hand. Yeah, I yeah. suppose, well, being the lead. Yeah, these are generic, though. He so only the bard skills. Common. Hmm? He only speaks common. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Um, oh, I guess it depends on characters. Uh, usually when I pick, when you do a human character, they tend to be the ones where, oh, yeah, you pick, like, four random ass languages because you're a human and humans are everywhere. <laughs> like, they're just multilingual people that go everywhere. 
But I guess he only speaks common. I like that his reaction, he's got inspiring words. When a creature Edgren can see within 60 feet of himself fails an ability check, an attack roll, or a saving throw, Edgren grants the creature magical encouragement. The creature can roll a d8 and add the number rolled to the total, potentially turning the failure into success. Uh, I can which see is, that tracking. Which is why the, like, I, I'm we're not a failure until we, like, stop failing. <laughs> Speech worked. Yeah. It's also, um, it's, that's how bardic inspiration works a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just a modified they, bardic inspiration. Yeah. Which is a thing bards can do is you can give inspiring words. Like in that first fight where he's trying to cut his bonds and Olga's fighting them and he has this minute, (laughs) you're doing good. And I'm like, like, that's bardic inspiration. (laughs) He's giving her a D6 to add to her roles. She's just like annihilating everyone. He's like, I can't get out of my bonds. (laughs) That was so good. I loved her. So Forge Fitzwilliam. Ah, this guy. Um, Yeah. I do like that Hugh Grant is like his career is now all these like ridiculous fun roles that he's doing. Um, He was a very interesting character because he was very likable. His charisma's 20, so his charisma Mm. is more than Edgar's. 20 is the maximum number you can add to any of your things. So, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) maxed out charisma. He's got good stats too, except in strength. Yeah, and like he kind of, he really does think he's doing good things and he means well. He just has no perception that he's a horrible person (laughs) who's doing things for the wrong reason. Like even having the kid there and he's all like, oh, this child, and they let you shape them into a mirror of yourself. (laughs) It's wonderful. And you're like, is that wonderful? Like he's kind of naive. Very narcissistic, narcissistic, which is exactly the vibe of that character. Yes. <laughs> yeah, can't see past himself. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just doesn't understand. I liked him. Like, uh, he's yeah, not he's deliberately so causing harm to anyone, excepting when he's like, I can gain from this. Like, yeah. He's not going out of his yeah. way to be He's evil. neutral evil, too. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what yeah. he's listed as. Neutral yeah. evil. I mean, yeah, his, which makes judging a lot from of sense. his, like, got, um, he's got evasion and uncanny dodge, so he's a thief, that, um, a rogue. That's his class as rogue, probably. Yeah, sneaky boy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Heavy crossbow attack, acrobatics. Uncanny yeah. dodge, yeah. Cunning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, he speaks common and the thieves can't. Yep, that's a rogue thing. Thieves and can't. His lowest, and his lowest um, thingy is strength. Yeah, that kind of so makes sense for thieves as well. With his wisdom and charm. Yep, gets on yeah. and his acrobatic yeah. skills, yep. <laughs> Sorry, I just remembered the thing with the T. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> the thing with the T. So he's like, oh, I'm sorry, the tea's far too hot. It's far too hot. And he's like really flustering about it. And then he asks the like evil, the spooky evil lady, who was great, the, mm. to like cool it down. And she puts yeah. her finger in it. <laughs> Perfect. Wow, I didn't expect you to do that. Everything about that. You were going to put ideal. your finger in it. I'm just going to put that down, down. later. <laughs> Yeah, he has, yeah, he has a really, really yeah. good moments. And I knew the instant that they were they were stuck in the um in the speed the time bubble. The thing, time bubble and he like gives him the thing and is like, promise and he's like, I will. I'm like, oh, he's gonna be yeah, a bad guy. Yeah, when they yeah. get out of there, they're gonna discover something. The first I called thing it he said con about it was he was a con man, man we have. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, he's gonna con them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So Holga, I love okay. Holga. Favorite. Loved Immediate her. favorite. Yes. Like I I wrote notes. I started quoting um things and then I just wrote Holga. 
And then it just the rest of it is hoga. And oh my god, the spoops. I love the spoops. And hoga. Like his, see yeah. how her, ro- she, her um, scores are determined, like how intelligence is her lowest. And she has these moments in the movie where she says, like, the thing with the deer and straight out says things. And her charisma is also a bit low. Is like, yeah, that makes sense for the score she has. Yeah. Like, her strength is the highest. Yes. Yeah. Um, she's chaotic good. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and I'm I love, yeah, the axe thing. And he's, she's like, she's like, what do you, what do you, how do you clean it? Like, she's getting all that information knowing that she's going to kill him and take his weapon yeah. and she doesn't know how she's going to clean it. So then they're like, yeah, we need to get linseed oil. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> and then, I love and then how like, he whacked the guy with fire from the dragon and she's like, I, I don't hate it. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah she got cool the, it was now. in the, the fire and then she lifted it up and was like, oh, yeah, that's, I can work with yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just perfect. Like this is someone who isn't necessarily like the smartest person in the room but mm. is definitely like really good at the things that they're good at. And she's also and, like, very wise even though she's not very kind Yeah, of very like available for their friends. Like, yes. yeah. And um, her husband, her ex-husband, oh, yeah. <laughs> the little, the little, little. What, what, what is her ex-husband? Uh, probably what a halfling. Is that Half- probably a halfling, like a hobbit. Yeah, quite small. Yeah, yeah. And, she, and then there's the one at the end she sees and is like, oh, hello, sexy. <laughs> I just love. They were just so adorable. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, she speaks common um, and halfling, half, common so that, halfling. that yep. tracks as yep. well. Yeah. Perception. Ooh, she's got resistance to yeah, lightning. Simon. Simon. Oh, Simon the sweet baby. Simon. Yeah. Is, um, um, very, yes. not particularly Caesar, strong. A medium. So also a chaotic good. Yeah. Yeah. And at the very last minute, it like he, what's it called? Links to the helmet. Yeah, attunes to called? it. Attunement. Attunes to it, yeah. Yeah. So he his charisma is the highest. Hang on, what's this thing about attuning? Attuning is a thing that all characters can do. It's it's interesting the way they portrayed it, because usually you just you sit with an item for an hour and you're attuned to it. That's just a thing you do during like a long rest. And he spent six hours getting punched. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you can do it for yeah. three items, and then it'll give you an item and the magic. But yeah, and, and, but it was interesting the way they had it for us, like an actual storytelling bit, because I think they would have been I a bit liked more boring. It. Yeah, yeah I liked it so much. I was like, this is great, like because it felt like I was like, if this was a real game, and like attuning was like a roll thing and he's just consistently rolling too low like he, he needs to get like an 18 and he keeps getting yeah like it's probably his <laughs> i feel like this is the item is cursed or got some magical barrier on it then it would be like that and that is his rolling too low <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. and then like he finally yeah. gets it by like rolling a 20 and just yeah. being like yeah i killed it like oh Okay, you've got access to the item now, but like we still have to do the quest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So his strength is the lowest. Yeah. It's only an eight. Yeah, that's see he's got a minus one, also. so that's his eight. So he's got minus bonus Aww. to his strength score, which makes sense for like a sorcerer yeah. character. You don't put anything in strength or whatever. You generally put it in your magic stuff and your dexterity so that you can, you know, avoid getting hit. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, charisma is pretty yeah. high because charisma is kind of mediocre across the board. Yeah, he tells it's pretty good, but charisma is his spellcasting modifier because that's a sorcerer, so that's why it's his charisma is the highest of his scores. Yeah, and yeah his wisdom uh-huh. strength. He's, oh, he can speak oh. draconic. 
You can talk to dragons. Ooh. He's got dark vision as well. He could speak to the fat dragon. Probably if the fat dragon was not trying to eat them and willing to listen to them. Because <laughs> generally dragons are these very intelligent ancient creatures. Or they're just, gen- or they, you know, they're very destructive. Yeah, so you don't really I want to know what the dragon. stats are on the, the chubby boy. Yeah, I, there's probably somewhere. Because, like, in my, in my head, in my little head cannon now, like, he's got extremely high, like intelligence and like wisdom and stuff so like they can't get through to him like it's probably he's always it's probably part of the like the monster manual stuff oh yeah it's probably yeah Yeah. fat dragons in the monster manual it probably if this stuff was added to um uh, they probably added in yeah they probably would have added it in fat dragon as a bonus thing for dungeon masters that's amazing i love that so much Mm. there's probably a so Sophrina, yeah. The evil red wizard lady. So is oh, there the, so cool. The red wizard of Thea, is that like an existing like class and race and that like backstory thing? Is it's, that I think it's a cult. from the world or is that something made up? I don't know. There's lots of lots of cults in there and lots of like gods and demons and things that I don't know all the things, but I feel like red wizards. Zombies are a thing. Yeah. Okay, so they may have taken So that it's probably and, just like, a cult. It, it might be an existing it might be an existing cult. It might be one they made up for the movie, but I feel like a red wizard is probably one of the things. It's a cult probably. Yeah, it fits into the the world. Yeah. So either mm. they've band-aided a couple of different things together or they're using one that's already in existence. Yeah. But that very cool, very so spoopy. I like evil. the spoopy, like red lightning vein shit. That was cool. Mm-hmm. I liked the color changing cloak. Yeah. I liked the whole like she just had no expression ever. Yeah. <laughs> this is the greatest thing ever. Yeah, she, yeah. Oh, maxed out she intelligence. So, cool. That's so her charisma is low. Her charisma is yeah. eight minus one. Yeah, no one likes her. It. Consti- <laughs> no, her in- intelligence. Yeah, because <laughs> she's a wizard, not a sorcerer. These, like, so she, her wizard's um, spell casting is intelligence. So that's why that's maxed out. So it's 20 plus 5, which is super high. Yeah, she's maxed out hers. And then her constitution's quite high as well. Because wizards are very squishy and they're the, the fra- <gasps> they're very fragile, wizards and sorcerers and spellcasters, so you want a really good constitution <laughs> and a really good, like, spell stuff. See who, like, yeah. yeah. Her strength is pretty high. Well, yeah, considering what's so that, yeah. that makes sense with the so owlbear like I'm punching her out, and then like she's still like twitching. <laughs> she just gets punched out again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's got she's got necrotic damage resistance. Uh, yeah, because yeah. she's like a she's probably a necromancer wizard. Probably that's why. Yeah. She, <laughs> yeah. 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 It was great. I loved that's it. That's cool. Yeah. She wears a magic robe that grants her a plus two bonus to AC. Uh, What's AC? Uh, armor class Aircon. at the top. That's <laughs> armor class. Oh, and a plus one bonus to saving throws yeah. included above. That's cool. Yeah. Um, summon Wraith. She can magically summon the spirit of a Thayan assassin, which appears at a Wraith. So I suppose that's that dude she was talking yeah. to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Sophina magically calls down a meteor swarm that detonates in four 40-foot radius spheres, each one centred on a point she can see within one mile of herself. Yep. That's, that's very... Yeah, she's cool. Yeah. Zenk, this is the dude the I paladin guy. so yes. much. He was a paladin, lawful good. Yep. Um, 
He's pretty high. His strength is the highest. Intelligence, no, dexterity is the lowest. And then intelligence is not that high. Oh, no, it's a plus 14 plus 2. Yeah. So. It's actually pretty good. He's pretty, pretty spread out. Spread pretty, out, yeah. Yeah. It's probably right for a paladin. I've never played a paladin, so I can't actually remember what their things are. But the fact that his strength is pretty high makes sense because they, they tend to be the ones that rush into the front and hit things. Yeah, as I was watching, I was like, what kind of character would I be? And I'm like, I'd probably be some sort of like, lawful good like if I go with like closest to how I am in real life but then like every time I met a new character like Holga I was like oh my god I love her I want to play a character like her mm. and then when I met the tiefling I was like oh I love her too and then when I met this guy I was like oh but I love him also yeah it's <laughs> like, like every time I'm like ah I want to be able to do the rogue stuff but I still want to be my character and I want to be able to do the the magic stuff from yeah. this I want to be druid stuff no but uh, uh, I want to do all the things <laughs> Can you cross yeah. classes, Helen? Yeah, yeah, you can multi-class, like... but you've got to, like, you can only maximum level you can be is level 20. So if you multi-class, you could only do a certain amount in one level in one class and a certain amount in the other level, and you get things as you level up. So it's like, what do I want to sacrifice and how much do I want to get? And so you got to decide, balance it out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was a funny character. Yeah, he was, he was hilarious. All the comedy was just in his just like so being a straight like, playing the straight, straight. man. <laughs> Basically. The deadpan delivery of the yeah. stupidest lines ever, but they're also the ones that you find on like coffee mugs. <laughs> like like they're like a Pinterest board of Because he's like, a son of a bitch. What how would you blame his mother? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like how does his mother yeah. come into this? And I'm just like that's perfect. It actually took and me a whole... minute to be like, wait, <laughs> oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, that that's what that, like, the straight character is great at yeah. because it's, it's so literal that the conversation has moved on before you realise what they've said. Yeah. <laughs> you've, like, you've got to, like, stop and come back to it so many times. Mm. Like, yeah. oh, just it was so yes. good. And he's like, look at me, I'm so handsome and strong and, like, comes in and, like, saves the day with the fat dragon. Yeah. And I was like, of course, of course. Like, there is yeah. no possible way the physics would allow this, but you have to let it happen because yeah. this is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what's his name? Chris Pine, like, eventually grudgingly respects him. <laughs> but you know it's because, like, Chris Pine is like, like, this guy doesn't get my jokes. He's handsome. I'm supposed to be the handsome one. Yeah. <laughs> He's better than I am at everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't trust him because <laughs> he's handsome. Yeah. <laughs> lots of, that's the last character block that we've got. Yeah. Oh, sad. Um, that's all they gave us. <sighs> um, but it is really cool that they like made them. I wonder if it came before or after. Uh, I think like, I would have been part of the. They would have partnered like, together to do it because yeah, yeah, these are now NPCs available you can use in your games, and I feel I feel like the enemies would be yeah. available somewhere. It's probably in like the dungeon master is can if they've got access to the ma monster manuals and guides, they'll add that in that to them probably to get fat dragon. Yeah, yeah. The um owl bear is in the mon monster manual. Yeah, owl bears a um. Is that like a one like a like one of the, an original stock standard kind no, of? No, I monster? think that's it's that's a dungeon and dragons. About. It's a dungeon and dragons monster that's appeared a lot. I hear I've heard of it yeah. a lot, but I've never actually encountered yeah. one, so I don't know a lot. But if you looked, probably if you looked it up, you'd find, you know, yeah, a whole bunch. Um, 
All right, so that's the last character plot we've had. Do we have any um, aspects of the movie that we want to talk about? Any last any last words about the film? Mm. I thought it was very cool. Yeah, it's a good. I thought it was super adorable doing the heist with the little kid. Yeah, and yes. then like the payout of like the first heist they do is like they just punch a glass and they steal all the stuff in the window, and it's got <laughs> the like um, invisibling necklace, and then like. Yeah. As as they go through the story, like, it's still there. And then at the end, it's like, oh, they're going to use it to win the game. They're going to use it to win the game. It's going to be great. And then they used it. And I was like, oh, I didn't think of the bracelet. <laughs> yeah. It's perfect. One of those and, um, when they had the, like, maze thing and there were, like, the chests that had treasure, but then oh. one of them was a monster. No, the mimic. mimic. <laughs> yeah. That's the mimic's one. a meme, Aaron. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was. I was like, this looks familiar. I'm pretty sure I've seen it before. The bit where he's playing the lute and his, like, body double melts. I've seen that image so much. I just thought it was they photoshopped that to be weird, but no, it's in the movie. Yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, I've seen it. Oh, it is in there. Yeah. Oh. That was the clip that I saw, and I was like, "Oh, actually, this movie is going to be quite funny. Mm-hmm. I would like to see it, please." Yeah, um, yeah. And like the, <laughs> the skipping, <laughs> it's like ah, ah, ah. it's like because his foot got caught. Yeah, <laughs> it's perfect. So good because you know they would have like there would have been the like a sneak roll or something, and the um magic guy failed it yeah and the the dm would have like let him sneak through but then he failed part way and they've got to like do a like a, a saving thing <laughs> <laughs> okay makes yes. your next deck story and it's like oh that's a one it's like oh <laughs> yeah but you've got to progress so like they, yeah. the dm has like a really important part to like play where they're like okay like their I goal is not die, to kill the character but at the same yeah, time yeah, i can't tell the story <laughs> Yeah, you need to have consequences, though, for the bad roles. Um, yeah, so they're, like, yeah. playing multiple levels, whereas mm. the players are just playing, like, the character level. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it was. It definitely cool. had the feeling of, like, random quests and things going wrong and lots of dead ends and doing things a different way and going back and forth and, Reusing and things like that stuff. chaos of an actual D&D campaign. But then it was still a really coherent narrative. It's like the thing that you were explaining the other week, Erin, where, like, backstage of of the show there'll be, like, this running through line of this little, like, sub-story you guys are telling each other in character, behind mm. the scenes, mm. in your downtimes. Like, that's like what a D&D campaign is, is you yeah. guys just have a, a story that you're telling each other in character. So, like, you don't just randomly yeah. have a character that you set up to be, like, really lawful good going murder a village. Like, there has to be a reason. Yeah. Or it doesn't make sense or the, and the game yeah. doesn't work. And so. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of that stuff happened behind the scenes a lot, like, especially in, like, in acting in, in television and movies and, and plays and things, um, you, the characters, especially in film, you see it the most because you get close up on reactions and stuff. You'll see um, like a character reacting to something and you don't necessarily need to know exactly the elaborate backstory yeah. that led to that reaction, but you know that it's there and mm. it's and it kind of makes sense that the characters made that, had that reaction and made decisions based on that like yeah. you, you can see it all in there so yeah this I think this movie it was really clever and it was really fun it was a good heist yeah. film yeah it's great uh, heist it was film. chaos but it still paid off in the end like it had that arc 
like you said, like with the necklace, it's one of the first things they get and it's like vitally important for them winning the final battle at the end. Mm. The um, tablet thing of bringing someone back to life and yeah. they, as soon as Holger died, I was like, oh, yeah. I just burst into tears because I'm like, they're going to use it because she was the real mother all along. Yeah. And it's like they're a found family it's but they're not so in love. perfect. The daughter character, yeah. my God, she carried so much emotional weight in like, the little amount of time she's actually on the screen and she's like she's she's a yeah. sweet little girl and she's like don't leave me and they're like it'll be fine and she's like okay and then they leave and then she's angry and it's god oh, perfect it's like years of anger yeah. in this teen person and then like the pure and utter mm. despair that her mother figure is dying in front of her is just like Dude, yeah. you are too tiny this for this. This is a moment that they just erased. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> was the whole um, tabletop RPG setup and that embodying a character, it is such a creative space and the creative storytelling that mm. you're kind of just telling a story amongst yourselves collaboratively and lots of different and unusual things can come out of it. And you can see all these things that start life as a tabletop role-playing game, um, like a campaign that's built out. And I think that might like be where this movie may have succeeded a little bit more while others have failed because yeah. I think others more go on, we're going to take characters from the games that people recognise as like a recognisable IP and we're going to cash in on that. Yeah. And without taking into the account of the actual setup mm. of how a how a scenario plays out, how mm. how things happen, because the soul of D and D is the um, unpredictability of how yeah uh, an interaction will fall out. Like mm. obviously, a good DM will be able to like keep things roughly on track, but like off- offending a, a powerful person or NPC in the game is something that can happen because mm-hmm. you've failed a role or um it's the- that chance that unpredictability the the dice make it unpredictable as well yeah. you can't just go oh well, what's gonna like same with like when you're writing a book or something that yeah. like you would think about um, i don't know what could happen in this circumstance but then you never think about oh but if this fails and it's kind of a dead end and then where do you go from there yeah like, like you plan what's going to happen and what the consequences more creativity yes uh, so that was the D&D movie. The movie is called, what's it called? Honor Among The movie Thieves. is called Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. We watched it. We enjoyed it. We thought it was neat. We highly recommend. Um, let us know if you have seen the film. Let us know if you recognize any aspects of D&D role-playing games that we like totally missed or the in-jokes that we didn't necessarily get. Uh, you can find us on Twitter or Instagram at Isn't It Neat Pod. You can email us on Isn't It Neat Pod at gmail.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and feel free to leave us a review because that really helps us out. Thanks for listening. Now go and enjoy something you think is neat. <laughs>